And hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Healthy Tech Talk Show. This week, we've got an exciting guest. His name is Brian O'Keefe, and he is the owner of the Computer Hygienist Incorporated in Winnipeg. And here's some interesting tidbits on his website. You're not going to believe this, but he cleans computers. And it says, did you know, according to a University of Arizona study, a typical desk is capable of supporting up to 10 million bacteria, 400 times more germs than the average toilet seat. Yeah. Telephones were worse affected with 25,127 germs found in the average square inch on the receiver. No wonder we're getting sick. Keyboards were found to support 3,295 germs per square inch and another 1,676 settled in the mouse. I think you're going to find this podcast extremely interesting. So without further ado, let's introduce Brian O'Keefe and I put links up to the website. You're going to really, really like this guy. All right, ready? Let's begin the podcast. Okay, here we go. So I hope you like it. And by the way, if you have any comments on our shows, please give us a jingle at uh, HealthyTechTalk at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Bye-bye. Oh, okay. Keep talking. You there? Yep. I'm still here. Okay, perfect. So what we're going to have to do, uh, what we're going to have to do, Brian, is um, the majority of these show, the shows in the future will be, will be video, but we're going to have to go audio for the first couple of shows, if that's okay. Sure. Yeah. Okay. How's uh, the mic level, the sound level? Can you can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you fine. I've got volume control on this phone, ah, and good. Uh, okay. I can really crank you up if necessary. Good, good, good. Okay, I just got it. I just got it. Pause recording. Good. All right. So let me bring you up again. Okay. Okay. So for the um, for the first part, for the first couple of shows, it will be audio only, and I'll just edit this this part out. So listen, you are a computer hygienist, right? Yes. So tell me a little bit about what that entails. I used to rip apart computers, and I know how dirty they are. But give me a breakdown, a lowdown of of why people should get their computer, not only the computers clean, but their keyboards, their mice, their screens, their TVs, and and things of that nature. Go ahead and just let us let us give us the lowdown, Brian. Well, I think initially. Um, Dirt is everywhere. Yes. And the very nature of computers is the electrostatic um, attracts dust. Yes. And I think that's the thing, Rick, is people don't realize how much dust is floating around there. Yeah, no kidding. We've gotten into very clean offices such as doctors and lawyers and accountants' offices where you think they'd be very nicely maintained, which they are, but everything gets sucked into the back of the computers. Yeah. You being an ex-tech know what damage that dirt can do to a system uh-huh. and not every but not everybody has the uh, the the equipment or the skill set to keep the systems clean and no disrespect to computer techs out there i know a lot of them that don't bother cleaning don't have the equipment to clean and don't have the time or they just don't want to that's right you're, so we provided the service on site uh, if you're a business owner and you have staff and you've got 15 or 20 computers, you're not going to have somebody break it apart and take it out to a store to have it cleaned or whatever. 
That's why we provide an on-site service at a time convenient to the client. Now, there is a, there's a, two ways we can look at it. Is it better to use compressed air to blow the dirt? I've heard if you use compressed air to blow the dirt, it can force the dirt into places that you don't want to. Or is it best to suck it out with a vacuum? What do you, what's your well, thoughts on this? We use vacuum. And yeah. the reason being from a closed case, if you just take a can of air and blow the, blow the dirt, you're going to blow it further into into the system. Yes. Which isn't really doing anything. You're just, you know, recontaminating the, the system uh, by vacuuming it out like those two pictures I gave you there. Could you imagine taking an air can and uh, just blowing that into the vents of the computer, what, what it would do? You'd oh, cloud of dust. hey, hey I've, I've seen it hundreds of times. Technicians go out into the field, and that's what they've been instructed to do is to blow the air, yes. and I think it's the wrong thing to do. Absolutely, because you're not getting rid of it. By yeah. vacuuming it out, and that way you've got it out, out of the building, and, and then you buy a new filter for the vacuum, and away you go. But uh, to me, that's what we do. We teach preventive maintenance by keeping your things clean. You're going to save money in the long run. No kidding. So how, in your opinion, you can make a computer last quite a bit longer if you maintain it and vacuum it properly, right? That's correct. That's yeah. what we've been told, and even our clients have indicated to us that we have saved them tens of thousands of dollars over the years that they've been using our services by not replacing the equipment. Because mm-hmm. not only does, does heat build up and the dust bunnies build up, and it can cause heat, uh, the dust bunnies can actually um, take a charge and conduct electricity and short out the motherboard as well. They can do that. We've had a number of times where we've gone in and seen uh, swollen and blown capacitors. Now, yes. you being an expert, you know what that's all about. Yes. Uh, besides the, the dust and the dirt seizing the fans. Yes. And you know that once the fans are seized, you're basically cooking the computer on the inside. Electronics has, a, has, a, has a, an operating temperature that they're designed to work at. Anything over and above that causes problems. Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. So, you know, it was funny because the other day I got my wife a, a USB, an external USB drive. Right. And it has now, it's brilliant, now they come out with temperature sensors, which I think is a very, very good idea. Yes. To tell you how hot the, the machine is running. How hot, how hot your system's running. Yeah. Now, Brian, Absolutely. given you're in Winnipeg, right? Right. And you have a wonderful business that you, not only do you, do you clean all the office equipments, the computers, the keyboards, the mice, the, but you also teach others how to do this as a business franchise. Is that correct? That's right. Give me a little bit of a breakdown on that as well. Well, people in Winnipeg here are fortunate because they have us running around and, and cleaning different environments and, mm-hmm. and things. There's a lot of people out there that have computers. Now, there's information online that uh, to help you do your own computer, but we focus mainly on business to business. Right. We, we've got businesses that have got uh, you know, 100 computers and more mm-hmm. this type of, as our clients. Uh, what we teach over a three-day hands-on course is everything you need to know, basically, to start your business the day you get home. We bring in approximately 50 to 60 pieces of equipment, uh, be in different computer configurations, printers, monitors, keyboards, telephones, cash registers, debit systems, uh, routers, uh, that type of equipment that we bring in. Mm-hmm. We um, 
make sure it's nice and dirty. We'll have the students uh, dismantle it, clean it under supervision so we know what they're doing. Take out the power supplies, vacuum everything out there, clean and sanitize the keyboard, mice, tele- uh, telephones, uh, debit keypads, anything that the the uh, operator will touch or there's public will touch, uh, such as a telephone or a keypad, we clean and sanitize to hospital standards. Our sanitizers remove over 50 different virus, fungi, and bacteria. Because you can get really sick off of keyboards and, and the telephones, can't you? Absolutely. And you get into some, some buildings that are dirty, and if you've got mice running around, Ew. Uh, you can get hunter virus. Yeah, which really? That's very bad. Uh, I have a full uh, big face mask that I use with the double canisters on. Uh, when we get into grain elevators and feed mills and that type of thing, yes, they have good rodent control, but sometimes they're still there. Well, sure. I can understand that on a grain elevator. You'd have a lot of mice running around, hey? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So tell me, you do cash registers as well? Yes. We do a number of grocery stores that we work in. Uh, we've actually worked uh, uh, in, in one of the banks. Uh, we also have credit unions for clients and this type of thing. No kidding. What's a cash register? A cash register is a computer with a, with a cash drawer. Exactly. And, so, and a scanner. Yeah, scanners as well. Yes. So how long have you been in business, Brian, up there? Uh, we. This is now our 10th year. Wow. You must be really enjoying it. It, it, you know, like every business, it has its moments. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. When I look back and I see the types of businesses we have, the diverse industries we have, we have clients that we've gone into now, Rick, uh, three times a year, four times a year, six months, and then annual clean-ins. We've got clients with multiple locations. It's a great business for a husband and wife team or a couple guys or gals that want to get together and partner up with each other. And uh, because there's always dust and dirt out there, there's always going to be work. How big is your territory in Manitoba? Is it like 10 miles, 100 miles? or, or? Well, we really don't have a territory. I mean, we work where we want to work. We've, uh, we've even gone to Regina and claimed uh, we've done um, call centers. Wow, because I used to work in a call center, one of the largest in North America here in Chilliwack. And uh, at the maximum capacity, they have 1,800 people. That, that would keep you busy for a while, call centers, wouldn't it? That would. When we did the call centers, it was strictly an external cleanse. We did keyboards, mice, and telephones. Mm-hmm. And we did three of their facilities, one in Winnipeg and two in Regina. Wow, good for you. When did you do that? This year? or A couple years ago. Interesting. And so... Tell me something. What is taking up? Is it is it is your business when you teach people to go out in the field to do this? You also give them the right. instruction to put the, the 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 cards back together again. If any cards are loose, uh, do you also show them oh, that? Of absolutely. That's why it's hands on. Um, there's nothing nice, nicer than than working with somebody that that does this every day. So when we teach people to take things apart, obviously we're going to teach them to put it back together again. But and it must work. Yeah, see, that's that's a, and my next. Thing. And it work. If you've got any pieces left over, no, no, you've done it wrong. There's no pieces left yeah, over. Yeah, I I know some technicians that have pieces left over. <laughs> and not only that, but when it, when when they finish the course, they get all the equipment, the supplies, and manuals that go along with with what they've just learned. 
and really, um, I've taken a look out here on, on the West Coast, and there's not a lot of people doing what you're doing. There's not a lot of people cleaning computers for a living, and I think it's extremely important that that work that you're doing. Well, we think it is. Uh, we work with, with different technical companies that bring us in to clean their clients' computers. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we wouldn't be in business 10 years if we weren't offering th- some sort of benefit to the community. Exactly. Exactly. And we sure wouldn't have had clients on the books for five and six and seven years if, if you know, that bring us in, bring us in repeatedly if sure. we were doing some good. Sure. No, I think your service is uh, is extremely valuable, and I think it keeps uh, people, when you disinfect the keyboards and the mice, it prevents sicknesses. And I know for sure that when, when a computer gets hot, really, really hot, it'll cut the life of that computer down by at least 50%, because the, the, one of the worst things is heat and static electricity. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people, we're surprised when we get into the businesses and we look, and you were ta- talking in one of the videos that I saw yesterday um, about a surge protector. Yes. So very important, and yet we see a lot of businesses that are just plugged into the wall. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's like, guys, spend a 100 bucks, buy a surge protector, especially out here in the prairies. We have a lot of... Uh, thunderstorms and electrical storms in the in the summertime, mm-hmm. and you know, like you were talking about the grid and the dirty power, people will fry. It'll fry their systems. Yeah, we do have a lot of dirty power in Canada, especially when you have sun- thunderstorms. And in the wintertime, our power goes out uh, at least once or twice in the wintertime. A couple of winters back, we were out for five or six days. <laughs> wow! You can actually now go and get. A, I think it's between $500 and $1,000, a surge protector for your entire house that they hook yes. up to your panel. Have you heard of those? That's right. Yes, I have. It goes, it's a box that go, goes on between the line coming in mm-hmm. and your actual circuit, circuit breaker. It actually goes on before then. And you're right. Uh, it will prevent you losing everything in the house as far as an electrical strike is concerned. To be honest with you, I think they should be in all new home bills, in my opinion, because look at all the times that people are sitting around and they, they have a lightning strike or something or power goes out, uh, and they've blown all their equipment, and then they have to go to the insurance company, and the insurance company has to buy all that equipment back again. One one device between 500 and $1,000 would take care of almost all of it. That's just about all of it. And, uh, you know, when you think nowadays, even your appliances – on many computers. Yes. So you've yeah. lost your stove, your microwave, everything, TV, your telephone. When you think about it, you know, our telephones are plugged in. Yes. They're not just telephones anymore. Everything. The devices that you and I are talking on, talking on now. Yeah. Everything yeah. is gone. Mm-hmm. And if, and you've got ex- if you've got expensive computer equipment, you really deserve to put it on a real high-quality uh, power bar. So did you see my that, that video I did about the home theater power bar, that monster power bar? Yeah, yeah I was watching, yes. You know what? That is such a great power bar because what it, it has a huge capacitor in there, like a Toro transformer, and it'll stand a hit of uh, massive proportions. But even on that particular power bar, oddly enough, it says, <laughs> there's a misnomer here, it says that during a lightning strike or, or a thunderstorm, you should unplug that power bar, turn everything off and unplug the power bar as well, because lightning that comes through our, our lines can actually overwhelm even the best of power bars. Yes. 
Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, we had a situation. We did some work for one of the uh, restoration companies, and they had all the electronics that, that we were called in to clean all the electronics, so we did. And he said it was due to a, due to a fire and stuff, and uh, so we cleaned everything. Thing up besides the dirt and the, the, the residuals and the smoke that comes along everything, everything was fine. I, I got to the bottom of the box, and in the box was a surge protector. It was a big APC <laughs> surge protector. So we take it out, and just out of curiosity, I opened it up, and that was toast. That really? did its job. Really? It did its job. That blew, but all the rest of the computer equipment, including the printers and everything else, worked fine. Perfect. So, um, uh, Brian, what I'm going to do is I want to bring up your website because it was so interesting and fascinating, and I want to share with our listeners the website here. Now, let me just bring it up. Um, give me that website again. Um, the, the, com- uh, the computer hijacked. Oh, here it is, right there, right there. So I'm going to go... Com. And you've done a stellar job on your website, I must tell you. It says, start your own business cleaning computers and office equipment. This is how we generate 500 to to $1,000 a day and more. And you've got, you see, I've got uh, technicians and experts on hand to train you. This is a really, really good business for anybody that, that is technically based, even not technically based, but especially if there's technicians out there that have lost their jobs or IT people that have lost their jobs, they can make a tidy little living doing this and learning from you. It says clean computers, clean computer components, keyboards, peripherals, Printers, laser, inkjet, dot matrix, etc. Clean all common electronic office equipment. This is really a beautiful business to get involved in. I would think, wouldn't you? Well, it's it's certainly been good to us. Uh-huh. And and you're right. Everybody out there needs it. You, as a technician, who used to go into businesses and tweak their systems, uh-huh. um, on a percentages, how many computers were dirty? Oh, all of them. Oh, there wasn't a one that, that escaped the dirt and filth because the, they, they, see it, they attract dirt by virtue of their electrostatic charge and their fans. Absolutely. Yeah. But you don't need to be a technician to do this. Mm-hmm. Now I'm letting the cat out the bag here because we're not a technician. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have uh, that skill, but uh, that is certainly something... Uh, um, we teach you to do it the proper way. Nicely done. Nicely done. I am very pleased and impressed with the service, with the website. Hey, listen, for the people that come out and train with you, where have they come from the farthest to come and train with you? Alabama and Florida, the first No, no kidding. We've had them from East, uh, <laughs> pardon? The Yukon. No kidding. Yep. Yeah, BC, BC to uh, Ontario. We got to spread the word about this, my friend. There's a lot of people that could get involved with this, uh, with this uh, kind of uh, company. So, what happens now in the future with, with the with the growth of your company? Do you foresee it? Um, do you foresee putting uh, your lessons on video and then selling them over the internet, or does it have to be hands-on? Or what, what, what's what is the future for the growth for the company? I think at this point. You're doing a disservice by selling a video. And the reason being, we've got 10, year, 10 years' experience in the business. And when people come to us, you're taking a case apart. People are asking all kinds of questions. 
for three days they got one-on-one with us. Not saying that a video would not work, but at this point we get a lot more satisfaction and I believe that the student or the business person gets a lot more value when they come here and they work with us and we can get our hands in and you see some of the pictures on the website there. Oh. Uh, we get our hands in there together and yeah. this is what we're doing. Absolutely. Right. There's, yeah. Would you have your brain surgery done by, by uh, somebody who watched the video <laughs> or someone that has been in somebody else's brain before getting to yours? Well, here's what I'm thinking and I, I'm thinking out loud here. Hey? You and I are exchanging uh, um, ideas over the podcast. For, for technicians that are um, um, A-plus certified, that uh, you have to go through a test. If you're A-plus certified, you have to go through a test to, to let the government know that you, can, you know how exactly how to break a computer down and to put it back together again already. So I could see videos working for those type of people. Like you'd have to get their A-plus certification number and then send them the video. And I could see this business really, really growing that way for you as well. So uh, you know what? Because of new media now, uh, look, we're, we've got podcasting, we've got uh, text, we've got blogs, we've got videos, we've got uh, audio podcasting. We can, you can do business all over the world now. You're absolutely right there, and this is something I guess we really need to, to address and to take a closer look at. Hey, um, I just recently got involved with a company called Audible.com. Have you heard of them? No. Audible.com is um, um, a website that you go that you buy audio books and then you put them you load them on your iPod and listen to them and one of the the best books I have ever listened to now is called Crush It by Gary Vaynerchuk. So I'll send you the link. It is all about business people and doing doing what we're we're mentioning here, and it, it's absolutely fantastic. I'll send you the link and I'll send you the website, and uh, take a look at it and give me your opinion, Brian. I think you and I could do a series of podcasts that would just excite people, keep them coming back. Uh, you know what? Business owners throwing ideas around like this over the internet, over podcasts, can really stimulate, A, the economy, B, you know, stimulate your wallet, and C, stimulate and educate the people that want to tune in to our podcasts, don't you think? Sounds very good. How many people watch this? Well, you know, right now, what we're doing is we don't have a tremendous uh, following, but we're, we're, we're building the community. First of all, I've always been taught that if you build the community first, then the followers will come after that. But um, we've got to, yeah, we've got to have great content and people like you um, on the podcast show, so people, other people can, can phone, you know, not phone in, but listen, download the podcasts to their iTunes devices or their Zoom devices or any MP3 devices, or even uh, watch it on the internet on our blog. And uh, yeah, so right now we don't have millions of people. For example, if you go to Twit TV, Leo Laporte. Uh, he's got millions and millions and millions. He's been doing this forever, and these, this is the business model that we're following. But I'm having, I'll tell you what, Brian, I am having the time of my life. We're also doing a, uh, a community blog within Abbotsford in the Fraser Valley, a business to business, and it's free, just like you and I are doing over the podcast, absolutely free, to put you on our blog and to stimulate um, excite, excitement for your business and for the blog as well. So when you do that, everybody wins. But it, it does take a while. As a matter of fact, in the book Crush It, Gary said that it's going to take at least a year 
of doing all these podcasts and blogging and video tutorials and things like that. So you can build up an accumulation of data so people say, oh, okay, so he comes on every week at this time and they get used to coming back for really good quality content. And, uh, yeah, we're really excited. And this is the way to start uh, launching our business and launching the podcast show. And I'm, I'm so delighted to have you on the show. Will you come back and do a couple of other episodes with us? Would love to. Thank you. Oh, that would be wonderful. Well, I'll tell you what, Brian, <clears throat> thank you so much. And what I'll do is uh, we'll end the show now, and we'll invite you back again. And uh, I, will f- I will contact you again. Like We'll disconnect from here. And uh, then um, I will email back and forth, and uh, we'll take it from there. But, Brian, give us, a, again, give us a plug for your website. What's the website called? It's called thecomputerhygienist.com. And hygienist is H-Y-G-I-E-N-I-S-T dot com. Mm-hmm. And that is everything you need to know about uh, our business and why people need to get in it. And, uh, Rick, you might just want to just scroll down there and read some of the client testimonies. Okay, and I'm also going to put a link to your website on this, uh, this podcast for people so they can, they can get a hold of your websites. They can, and you're on your websites, there's an email link there as well, right? Yes, there is indeed. Ah, perfect. Brian, thank you. You've been absolutely brilliant, and thank you so much for your insight. And I'm sure there's a lot of people, (laughs) I'll guarantee you, there's a lot of people interested in this. And when they're going to come back and come back and come back, uh, not only for the cleanability of the computer equipment, but also for the business opportunity. So, Brian, thank you so much, my friend, and we'll see you probably, let's do this again in another week, shall we? Thank you very much. All right, guys. Have a great day. You you bet. Take care. Okay, so Brian.